Okay, so here's the thing. The thing about Becky Rants is that they happen spur of the moment wherever I feel led. And today, I feel led to rant from my car driving home from the pharmacy. Because, as all my rants do, my head has been spinning as I've been driving. Because all I can think about is how messed up it is that I just dropped $275 at the pharmacy to be able to breathe and to be able to have access to serotonin. And I think the big issue that we have with a lot of these hot button conversations is that we don't approach the conversation enough with us just being like, hey, this is jacked up. I don't know how to fix it, but let's just talk specifics so that we have this kind of idea of how messed up this thing is. And so as I'm driving, I'm sitting here thinking about the absurdity of the fact that I now have to spend $275 a month on medication that I need to have the quality of life that allows me to participate in the things I need to participate in. I have been getting really bad migraines that make it hard for me to work. And one of the things that my doctor thinks it might be is under-oxygenated. My asthma has been acting up. So she wants to put me on an inhaler that I have to take two puffs of twice a day. So, yeah. $275. And so I think overall... There's a lot of room for improvement in our healthcare system. And I'm coming to this conversation as someone who is a purchaser of insurance from healthcare.gov. And because of COVID relief programs, currently my healthcare costs me $0 a month. Which, fine, that's great. But it doesn't really cost me $0 a month, does it? Because I go to the doctor every three months for blood work and a check-in. I have multiple doctors. I have lupus. I have bouts of depressive episodes. I have uh, asthma. I mean, just it runs the list. And so there's always things. I have kidney problems. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot that runs the list. So I have to go every three months, which is fine. Because every three months, I pay $35 to go have all this done keeps it relatively affordable for me, which is great, but still not $0 a month, is it? It's really not. It's cheaper, but this idea that we get from having affordable health care is that it's actually not affordable. It's performative affordable. So yes, I get a bill from Cigna every month that says $0, and I'm supposed to feel good about that, but I need an inhaler to get the oxygen that I need to function, and my insurance only paid $54 of what that was. And I just don't think that that is our best plan. I really don't. Um, I think there's just a lot of room for improvement 
And I really truly believe that healthcare is a right, not a privilege. It shouldn't depend on employment and all of these different things. And again, this is coming from someone who is in a position of privilege because my healthcare is technically free right now. And I was able to be on my parents until I was 26. So I've only been dealing with these realities for about a year. But it does not mean that I don't have permission to say this isn't okay, I don't know how to fix it, but let's talk about it so that we start trying to work together towards some reasonable solutions that mean that for $275 a month, I'm not just pegging to exist. Because quite frankly, I mean, if we're honest, I couldn't exist without these things, okay? Maybe the inhaler, the inhaler, fine. But the antidepressants, those keep me alive. And I mean that in every sense of the word, they keep me alive. So I just find it hard to believe that this is our best solution, that this is the thing that we want to do. And I think that our issue in American politics, and as the years go on, the more staunch we get in our positions, no one is willing to say that what we have is imperfect. Because I'm not saying, I mean, let me just say that I am not, I'm not one who typically is going to share all the details of everything I believe on the internet, because I know that that gets me in trouble. I have zero qualms about free health care. And literally the only reason I feel that way is for basic humanity and basic human rights. I should not be paying this much to be alive. But that's neither here nor there for this conversation because I don't know enough to make a reasonable argument towards that um, with full knowledge of long-term effects and what that would change necessarily on a federal level. So this is not me trying to have that conversation. That's just me saying I personally, with my knowledge and my scope and understanding of humanity, believe that that would be our best solution. But I am not here to talk the details. What I am here to say is we need to stop being afraid of differing from the viewpoint that we hold. So what I mean by that is like, if you're more liberal leaning, if you're a Democrat, stop just believing that everything on your side of the aisle is the right answer and everything on the other side isn't and stop believing that there isn't a reasonable win for each side and compromise. And the same goes for Republicans. Like there are reasonable wins in compromise. And I think that we've spent so much time dying on our hills of nonsense that nobody's taking the time to say, Hey, I know that maybe my solution of free healthcare isn't the best solution, but can we work together to come up with a solution so that there aren't people paying $275 to be able to breathe and not be depressed. Because to me, those feel like basic human rights. And again, I know that I come to this conversation with a lot of privilege because I am employed. It didn't make me flinch to hand my card over. Well, it made me flinch to hand my card over today, pay for that on principle, not because of finances. And I know that there are treatments that are much more expensive. As someone who has lupus, we're talking, these are just the treatments to keep me alive, autoimmune disease aside. Okay? Well, let's not talk. Right now, my lupus treatments are funded by a grant from the Lupus Research Center in DC. 
which is fantastic. I appreciate that so much. But again, that's privilege that like, there's just, there's still, I have so much privilege and it still is not right. And so all I can think about is the times in my life where things like this would have been make or break and I would have had to make a choice at the pharmacy between an inhaler and antidepressants. Or I think about the, all the people who are in that position with no reasonable chance to move outside of it. And I just think, what are we doing? Where do we get this idea that America is the greatest nation? And I do on a fundamental level, believe that because we do have freedom, but we are not using our freedom appropriately. So we are not in that sense. Great. We're free, but we're not great. And so we need to find a way to create this environment that supports the people that live here with also this idea that we need to share our resources with other people. And I, Again, I don't have the answer for that, but this is just what I feel, and I feel it deeply and profoundly as I drive home from paying an obscene amount of money for an inhaler. And if you hear that whining, that is my dog Dwight, because like I said, I am in the car, because rants happen wherever they happen. If you were my friend on Marco Polo, aka Riley, um, you get these rants while I'm driving in the car all the time. If you're my mom, I'll call her when I'm driving home from somewhere. Or, quite honestly, sometimes I rant to myself in the car. Because I just need to get these things off my chest. Because like I said, the thought does not go away until I say the thing. So here I am, saying the thing. Our healthcare system is broken. It is jacked up that I just paid that much money to keep myself alive. And... That we spend so much time thinking our way is the only possible way. And that if everyone were on board with the way we want to do it, things would run smoothly. When that's not true. That's just never going to be true of humanity and this life. And it's just not. And so when you stop being afraid of reasonable compromise and stop standing on these positions and decisions and removing humanity from a conversation that is humanity itself and just be real and say, you know what? People should not have to pay that much to keep themselves alive. So what do we do to fix it? What do we do? Because we're not doing enough. I can tell you that much. We're not doing enough. I don't know what the answer is. I really try and spend time learning things and it all feels over my head sometimes, and I don't feel like I'm the wisest person to be having these conversations, but I am someone who's profoundly impacted by the brokenness of our healthcare system and the way that we treat our fellow human being and the way that we approach these conversations. So my rant for today is that it needs to be fixed, and we need to talk about it, and we need to talk about it in detail. I don't know who decided that talking about figures and money was like socially not a good idea and just like a, a taboo conversation. No, let's stop that. Talk about how much you get paid. Talk about your cost of rent. Talk about how much your house was, because you know what? These are the conversations that are going to expose the brokenness. So I'm saying, talk about it. So I'm going to tell you right now that I paid $275 
for an inhaler and antidepressants to keep myself alive. And there have been times in my life and possibly will be times in my life again where the decision would have been, do I breathe or do I eat? And I don't want to live in a world where that's the only two options I have. And so we need to do better than we're doing. So you are welcome for this rant. Um, again, sometimes they're serious and sometimes they're funny and sometimes they're nonsense. And I never know what's going to happen until I start talking. And so this one, you get a relatively impassioned speech on a drive home. And that's just how I feel about life and the world and where we're at with things. And yeah, I would really love to hear your thoughts. And I don't want to hear your thoughts as to why you disagree with me. Because we always all, myself included, seem inclined to speak loudest when we disagree. So I don't want to hear all the ways where you don't align with what I'm thinking. I just want you to present your opinion in a way that we can all just talk about it, you know, and not jump down each other's throats, but just say, this is my understanding. This is what I'm bringing to the table. This is how I approach this conversation. This is the bias that I carry towards it. But these are the facts and the truths of my life. What are the facts and the truths of yours? Where are the gaps and how do we as a community fix it so that America can be America can be great in reputation as it is in documentation of being free. And I don't mean that in the dollar sense. We are free to choose and elect and have conversations. We are free to make legislation and call the people who represent us and say, this isn't okay. We need to fix it. Or you lose your job because you work for us because that's the point. And I know it's probably naive and we're not ever going to get to the point in my head where I think we should get. But again, there is such a thing as reasonable compromise. So all I'm asking is that we have these conversations. We come to some sort of reasonable compromise so that it equals and evens the playing field for the people who live here. Because we are not free because we deserve to be free. We are free on behalf of the sacrifice of others. And we have done a disservice to that freedom in how we have treated people in this country. And I don't just mean in healthcare. That's just how I feel today. And so that's probably another thing that'll be coming down the pipeline. But for today... Let's just all take a minute, think about healthcare, and have a conversation. So there's your rant for today. Um, bye for now.